This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Over the past four years, Dan Brotman has sent a thousand South African business leaders to 10 of the world's most innovative countries as part of a company he co-founded. However, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, his company was forced to close down. Yet Dan is quite philosophical about this, pointing to previous generations who have come out of similar disruptions stronger for it. Dan joins me now to tell me more about his future. Dan, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Cherise. Thanks for having me. So, Dan, I saw an article that you wrote in the Jewish Report, basically giving your own personal journey. And you've had a similar disruption before. You're obviously uh, from the States. Do you want to share your story? Sure. Um, I, I think I'll start off by saying that what prompted me to write that article was really a reflection on what I experienced 10 years ago in the sense of deja vu that I have in my personal life, but I'm sure many other people have. Um, in 2010, uh, which was in the midst of the Great Recession, I grew graduated university. And it was a very, very scary time to graduate. I had done everything that society told me that I should do. I went to high school, I got good marks, I went to university, worked hard. And then all of a sudden, the the, the pot of gold at the end of the tunnel was meant to be, you know, automatically getting a good job and building a career. And all of a sudden, myself and all of my peers were graduating and moving home, uh, either unemployed or uh, doing unpaid work. Um, and it almost felt that the rules we were being taught were no longer applicable. Uh, and it made me think about uh, where we are today in the sense that there were also rules of the game that suddenly now seem unapplicable. Uh, and um, and I think many people uh, are finding themselves lost, whether they're people who are graduating university, people who've lost their jobs or their businesses. And we find ourselves in a similar predicament again. Dan, it's very true. Everything we knew before COVID-19 seems to have changed. And many people like yourself are finding themselves and suddenly unemployed. And I just wonder the kind of emotion that, that goes through you that you can share with other people. Sure. I mean, you know, when I realized that we needed to, to close the company down, you know, I had to make a decision. Is this something that I just want to do very quietly or do I uh, or do I want to own the narrative and actually go public with my story and the fact that we had to close down? Um, when, when, when people started to become sick with COVID-19, uh, there was a whole movement to destigmatize the virus by having people who either are sick or, or, or have recovered from the virus going public and telling their story about either maybe how they got it, what it was like being sick. And that's how we destigmatized it. When we hear that someone has COVID-19, we don't think there's anything wrong with them. And I felt that it's the same for people who lose jobs or who lose their businesses. Is you know, Often we were reading statistics in the news, but we weren't actually seeing the faces behind those job losses. And so I decided actually quite early on in the pandemic to, to go forward and, and, and announce that my company was closing down and what led us to that decision. And I wrote an article for Business Day. Um, It was um, scary to write that article. It's scary to uh, go very public with uh, what could be perceived as a failure. But I actually got such wonderful responses from people that it made them feel okay with what they were going. Um, And and, and for me, that was a a huge step in my healing process in enabling myself to move forward. You talk about two things in your article which I'd like to raise and um, just point to the fact that you acknowledge 
privileged right at the beginning of your article uh, to add that you are kind of young, you are American, you have an opportunity to to travel. What? And the other thing, of course, is your, your Judaism, which you say you speak to. And I just wonder if you could comment on those two things in terms of giving advice to other people who don't have those resources or youthful advantages that you feel you have. So, yeah, just to uh, repeat, to, to repeat what I said in the article is uh, I started the article by acknowledging just how privileged and how grateful I am for what I do have. And I do think that that is, is something that we should each practice right now. Uh, we, we may have different privileges, but, but ultimately, um, we should recognize uh, where we are lucky. And so I, I of course, uh, recognize the fact that I'm incredibly lucky to have food, to have the space to socially distance, to have the, a roof over my head. Uh, and, 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 and for me, I think, you know, for me, that's something that I always try to keep in mind. Um, in terms of, you know, people who aren't necessarily as young or they're very afraid of starting over, you know, something I've been reflecting on is I don't necessarily want to return to the way things were before this. I actually think there were a lot of things that were not working and we didn't realize just how broken they were. Um, and I know that right now we're all suffering to various degrees, but I actually think that uh, the future might be much better and we might be able to repair some of those fundamental flaws in our system. Um, when I think back to just how things were before COVID, I don't know, Sharice, if you felt the same, but I, I almost felt that everyone was getting really, really burnt out all the time. We were overworking. We were overstimulated. When I would have conversations or meetings with people, people were always on their phone. They never seemed to be present. And I almost feel that COVID has actually forced us to become more present. And that's something that I think that's a mind shift that I think could remain once this is over. Um, I also think that, um, I mean, we know that there's inequality in South Africa, but there's a just a very unsustainable inequality globally. And we see right now, you know, which people are better insulated than others from COVID. And, and I think that the, this whole question of inequality and, 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 and predatory capitalism, that, that also is going to have to change. There's no going back to the way things were. So that's my that's my optimistic note to people who might be overwhelmed about starting over is that the world that we find ourselves in once this is over could actually look a lot better than the way it did before. Um, in terms of Judaism, um, you know, I, I, I wrote in the article, I was very, very impressed by our religious leaders. They they've adapted very quickly to technology. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm joining all kinds of events that are really keeping my mind active and my spirits. High. So, you know, the Jewish Report is doing tons of events, whether it's book clubs or, uh, you know, webinars on, you know, how to homeschool your kids. And I, I love those. I participated on, on the amazing race uh, last weekend, which was about travel. Um, I think that our religious leaders have done a phenomenal job. I, I go to shul services now online. Uh, I actually go to shul now more than I did before COVID. Um, so for me, I think the Jewish community has just done a phenomenal job at keeping people in the fold, centered, uh, providing people with perspective. Uh, and I'm very, very grateful to be part of this community at such a such a difficult time when many of us are looking for meaning or for answers. Dan, you end your article off by saying that we're not the first uh, generation of people to have come through some kind of a disaster or, or a disruption and come out of it stronger for it. 
And I just wonder, kind of that that I found quite inspirational. But what what way do you think people? What do you recommend people do? Well, I can tell you what I have been doing, and I've been watching many documentaries and reading books about previous uh, catastrophes or disruptions that our grandparents and great grandparents went through. I mean, it's so funny, you know. When when I think back to my grandparents, I, I sort of took them for granted that they were old and they lived through a lot, but I never fully appreciated what they lived through. My grandparents lived through, uh, you know, World War One, the Spanish Flu, World War Two. I mean, the Great Depression. Um, and despite all of those quite, you know, traumatic events, they went on to build productive and happy lives. And, you know, I even think back to Holocaust survivors who just had, and there's no comparison, you know, what they went through to what we're going through now. But, you know, those who survived the Holocaust, their lives were completely turned upside down, upended, destroyed. And so many of them after the Holocaust went on to build happy families, build careers, even though they had many years of productivity lost. And so for me, just reading about, you know, reading about history, reading about events that I didn't know about, reading, you know, hearing testimonies from Holocaust survivors, it just, it just gives me perspective that if they were able to do this, if our grandparents and great grandparents could do this, then so can we. And what we're being asked to go through is nothing compared to what they went through. Dan, what will you be doing next? It's very interesting. This is actually the first time in my life that I've actually been, well, maybe not the first time, but the first time in a very long time that I've actually been forced to actually just stop everything and reflect. Um, you know, when I, when I, when I think uh, when I think about how I want to spend this time is I, I want to get back in touch with what are those things that spark that light a spark in me. And so right now I'm spending a lot of time reading, writing. I'm joining lots and lots of webinars on topics that I previously knew nothing about, but I actually have the time now to learn about them. And I actually see this as an opportunity to make a big career change. I don't know yet what that's going to be. Um, but, I, you know, when I look back at the Great Recession 10 years ago, the global financial crisis 10 years ago, it just seems like the world was over. It was unimaginable for me at the age of 23 that we were ever going to recover and things would return to normal. And what came out of of that crisis were new industries, new companies, and eventually economies recovered and thrive. And so for me, what's very exciting is if new industries and huge companies were formed uh, after that, uh, you know, in the shadow of that crisis, what could be formed on, uh, in the shadow of this crisis? And how can I be a part of that? So I'm actually quite excited about the future. I don't know what it holds. Um, what I do think is, is what I am thankful for right now is the fact that so many other people have either lost a business business or lost a job or is struggling. And I really feel that at least in this point in time, people seem to be a lot less judgmental. It's okay to talk about your failures. It's okay to talk about what didn't work out because it hasn't worked out right now for so many people. So I think people are becoming much more empathetic and uh, and much more real with each other. Um, so yeah, those are some of my observations, but I am, I am optimistic about the future. I know we don't necessarily, you know, we don't know when this is going to end and it's hard to see the lights when we don't have a timeline. But I can, when I think about all the different disruptions that have happened in history, I cannot imagine that this is going to be the only, the only disruption that ever happened that had no end. This this will have an end just like the other ones. Um, and, you know, I even I, something else I was thinking about in recent history was um, the collapse of the former Soviet Union in the Eastern Bloc. You know, overnight, people who had only grown up in one system, that, that entire system completely collapsed. People lost their jobs uh, and, and economies crumbled. And 
had to be, everything had to sort of be rebuilt from scratch. And that was in my lifetime. And those people, again, went on to build happy and productive lives. And thus, I believe we can too. Dan, thank you so much for providing perspective on this. Um, it is very easy in these kinds of situations to get caught, caught up in the misery and uh, depression that you see around you. So it was really refreshing to read your article. And um, I appreciate all that you've said, I think it's you spot on. So thank you very much. And we wish you a lot of luck with your future. Thanks for having me.